Good morning from Skift. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. It's Friday, March 24th, 2023. And now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Office buildings worldwide have struggled to lure back workers who have opted for remote life, turning instead to locations such as hotels and coffee shops. But in a new twist of irony, managers of those offices could get a boost from platforms working to connect them with companies that have gone hybrid, reports corporate travel editor Matthew Parsons in this week's Future of Work briefing. UK-based co-working booking platform and Co has launched a new platform called NoHQ in response to the surge in remote working teams eager to use offices. Although many companies have either scaled back or gotten rid of their offices, and Co co-founder Tom Wordy said some teams want a place to meet that's dedicated to them. NoHQ also aims to provide companies that kept their offices the opportunity to monetize spaces that sit empty. Wordy said Anco will test NoHQ in Amsterdam first before possibly expanding to New York. He expressed confidence that the platform could succeed in New York. Parsons notes the city is losing out on $2 billion annually because of remote work. Next, speaking of Amsterdam, the Dutch city is looking to attract tourists it believes will help improve the quality of life for its residents. So it's working to reduce the appeal of its internationally known red light district, writes global tourism reporter DeWitt Habtamarium. Haptomerium reports Amsterdam is launching a stay-away campaign to discourage tourists primarily looking to party. The city is banning public consumption of cannabis in the red-light district from mid-May. The neighborhood's bars and restaurants will also have earlier closing times. Amsterdam's mayor said the city wants visitors interested in its cultural institutions instead of those mainly coming to get stoned. Haptomerium writes the huge party crowds have had a negative impact on business development in Amsterdam. One resident said the city is home to an endless stream of pancake shops because it's a major draw for stone travelers. A Dutch government study found that nearly 60% of international tourists coming to Amsterdam do so to consume drugs. Finally, Dubai recently suspended attacks on alcohol and lifted fees on personal alcohol licenses to help boost tourism. However, contributor Harriet Akinyi reports that neighboring destinations with strict alcohol curbs aren't taking similar steps. Akini cites Qatar and Saudi Arabia as two Middle Eastern countries not looking to make alcohol more accessible for tourists. Qatar banned the sale of beer at World Cup venues when it hosted the soccer spectacle last year. Qatar Tourism Chief Operating Officer Berthold Trankel said the decision contributed to a relaxed atmosphere at stadiums during the tournament. As for Saudi Arabia, a high-ranking Saudi official admitted he doesn't see alcohol being allowed in the capital Riyadh by 2030. The city is bidding to host the Expo 2030 World Fair. For more travel stories and deep dives into the latest trends, head to skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at skift.com daily.